who is Apostle Call and what's your story behind the title? I mean, this is not just any title. This is... Oh, I had never thought. It's like, you know how you was raised up in church and you was taught to believe in Jesus? And, you know, believing in Jesus, I had the faith that hearing the word, you know, what the word said, that it was true. But the understanding that God has given me now opens things up. But I still feel like, you know, the title is just a name. Do I feel I live up to the standards? It's not about how I feel. It's about how God feels because the title is just a name that comes along with an assignment. You know, amen. I can't explain why God chose me, but I can tell you my story. Welcome to Songs 91 Podcast. I am your host, LB. This is the first episode, and I am excited. All praises to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay. The podcast consists of interviews with gospel artists sharing their breakthrough testimonies behind their projects and specifically their lyrics. The podcast also consists of curated fire playlists of gospel hip-hop, gospel jazz, soul, R&B, and contemporary gospel. Be sure to subscribe to Songs 91 Podcast on YouTube for new playlists. Today's guest is one of the hardest working anointed men of God I know working for the kingdom. His name, Apostle Carl Keller, born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida. He studied business administration with a concentration in accounting. He is a preacher and Christian hip-hop rapper sharing the gospel to the people through sermons and songs. You can listen to some of his sermons on Facebook. He's serious, y'all, okay? It's not a game. And you can stream or download his music, which he have a lot of, okay? On all music platforms. Let's get back to his breakthrough testimony. And in this case, from the beginning to his latest single, Lead the Way, and how it all came to be. Get ready, y'all. It's going to be a good one. Blessings. Yeah, man. Psalms 91 Podcast, giving you music and testimonies that will break you free. Yeah. So I was a very troubled young man. You know, I was always in trouble. I had a, a, a big heart. I was a loving person, but I was just a troubled man. You know, always fighting, always into something, but I never knew that my life was destined for something great as it is today. You know, I had been to prison for 10 years, which was a journey. You know, it had set me aside for a while that allowed me to get closer to God, you know, and really studied the Word and spent time in it. Before going to prison, I was in and out of jail. You know, I had ran away from home when I was 14, you know, going through it with my father and whatnot. I didn't want to really accept discipline and then it was things going on in the household I just, you know, didn't want to accept and didn't have understanding of. I remember my pastor had told me that God was going to use me to do miracles, to be a mouthpiece. And I didn't really understand what she was saying at that time. And I still don't understand to this day because God himself is a mystery. So, you know, even with the word and the time that I spent with God and the mystery, the things that God revealed to me is unique. You know, I still feel like a child, you know, like, like I don't know nothing at the end of the day. You know, so when it comes to the title and the knowledge, I think it's just more like the that God has chosen me for that. I always told God that I would speak. And, you know, an apostle is a mouthpiece, somebody that will speak and testify what the Word says. Amen. It started out in levels. I started out just ministering. Mm-hmm. Um, ministering, you know, being an interceptor. And then uh, I went from the interceptor. And um, it's so amazing that we're having this conversation because as I was walking into my gifts of, you know, being an intercessor and ministering, you know, I was already prophesying. You know, um, God had already, you know, the gifts were there and I had already believed. This uh, A high prophet came to me one day and she was like, Apostle, God has called you forth. And a man of God had told me the same thing. He's like, God has commissioned you. What are you waiting on? And um, I didn't understand that the feeling of the Holy Ghost was the commission to go forth, that God had equipped me with everything I needed. Amen. Amen. So when I um 
started discovering my purpose as far as a high profit bringing it to me, I had already felt that that pull and that tug on my spirit, man, to do something great and something big for God. I just had not grew into the understanding yet. But as far as with the music goes, I had always been rapping since I was about 12. Some of my favorite artists in the secular world at the time before I started doing gospel music, um, Tupac, Biggie, you know, some of the, the great great rappers from the 80s and the 90s. Cypress Hill, Arabian, Rakim, Bone Thugs and Harmony. In the process of all of that, I had always wanted to rap, but I had always saw myself as a speaker too. You know, in my music, I could never find myself to rap about the worldly things. I always had a different tone, a different method. But as far as really writing and really pushing, that didn't really start until 2019. When I first recording with my phone and my laptop. But at that time, I was homeless. I had nowhere to go. And um, I had done... You you know, just to share a little bit of my story, I had rebelled against God. You know, after I had came home from prison, I was still holding on to my faith in the Lord, but I had got sidetracked. I got into a bad relationship, and I called myself wanting to run off our ministry with a woman that told herself she was my wife, and I was calling herself my husband. You know, not pointing no fingers. I did what I did, and it caused me to fall. You know, so that was in that process of my rebellion, I um, accepted my chest happening, and God began to build me back up. Amen. So all of this took place 2017, 2018, up until 2000. 2019, I was going through a homeless situation. You know, it was like everywhere I went, you know, doors was closing. And I remember a woman of God came to me and told me, she said, you know, God has to deal with you because of rebellion, you know, to put you back in line. And I knew that and I didn't want to accept that. And it's so funny that as I was going through this, I saw myself being homeless and I didn't want to face it. I used to tell God, I said, God, I don't want to, I don't want to face that God, please. But I had to go through and then so going through after accepting responsibility for my actions, because I was angry for a long time. I was angry with the world. I thought that I'm this man of God, full of all of this knowledge. You know, I got all of this word. I got Holy Ghost. I can prophesy. I can lay on hands. You know, I thought that because I can do all of those things that I couldn't make mistakes. Amen. All of that led to this point because I wasn't rapping before. I was just preaching the word. So in the process of everything happening, all of that opened the door to now where I had started doing music. My first two mixtapes that I dropped, which were recorded with my laptop and phone, is on Kingdom Alert and the story well, goes on. Well, hold on. Before we get into that, you went through the journey of being incarcerated, you got out, you worked on doing a ministry that didn't exactly work. You wasn't following God's will. And so he had to put well, you through another test. Well, what I did with that is I, I started out on the right foot, Okay. but I, I got caught up in a relationship and I ran off, you know, instead of staying there with my pastor, allowing her to groom me, okay. you know, I, I ran off and I was like, well, you know, I'm going to get married, pastor. We hadn't talked about marriage and everything and that ain't what God wants me to do. Mm. I'm I totally ran, and you could say I ran in my own lane. I left church and all, and went off to start doing ministry on my own. Right. So I had really out of God's will. Yeah, that's why I testimony. I confess. Yeah. I thank God for it. And so now you started taking your music seriously in 2019, which is only a year ago. And within that year, you managed to come up with um, seven, eight mixtapes and like seven to ten songs on each of these mixtapes. I mean, your work ethics is is crazy. <laughs> Can you speak about that a little bit before we get into the new song, Lead the Way? We, we're going to get into that. We're going to break that down. But let's talk slightly a little bit about the um, the mixtape. After I did the, the first two I recorded with my phone, I had met this guy, A1 Vibes. And um, A1 Vibes, was, they would go to the library because I didn't know that the library had a recording session. Mm -hmm. You know, now, mind you, I'm just coming out of homeless. And um, I did want to get into the music. I was very excited because I was steady dropping songs in. It's like every day I was doing a song. And I would literally put the beat on my laptop and I would record it with my phone. And then I just felt the drive and the urge to keep going. Now, mind you, all of this began to take place. 
place before the pandemic came. Right. So for that year's time, while I was going to the library app, I had dropped Kingdom Alert. And um, story goes on. I was like, well, man, I'm going to drop my next mixtape. They went by hiding this guy named um, Uno. We did a song called Shine So Bright. And that first day when I felt myself, I heard myself behind the equipment, I just knew then. I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. You know, this is another part of the ministry. And I saw that the young people, you know, they were full of energy. They liked to dance. It wasn't the fact that they didn't want to hear the word, but they just had so much energy. And, and, and that was the way that God reached them. Now, mind you, before I started recording, I didn't have nothing. All I had was a laptop. I didn't have no recording studio. I didn't have no press machine. I didn't have nothing. I basically had a butt naked room. That's it. You know, I had my bed, my towel, and my rag, but I ain't really have nothing. So every day, you know, for um, after he showed me how to use the equipment, I just took that upon myself to start going up there every day. And that's when I dropped on Birth Before My Success. And the reason I titled it Birth Before My Success is because I knew that this was the start of something new that God was doing. Because I had started out preaching, but because of the fall, God didn't stop loving me. He brought me back, but he had brought me stronger, and he brought something greater out of me. So my mm-hmm. thing with the birth of my success was to complete the mixtape in two weeks. And that was my thing. If I can go in and knock out a mixtape in two weeks, to me, that was a drive. So right after I dropped birth before my success, which um it would have been more songs on there, but I just put the 11 on there because at the time the um the recording session was shut down. I think the equipment or something was broke. So right then I had thought going on the search because I had sense enough to pay attention to what they was used what we was using to record with. So I noticed that they had a laptop with a program and they had a microphone with headphones. So I'm like, hmm. I said, I can buy this myself. So I took it upon myself to start searching on, you know, online to buy the equipment I needed. So um after that time, once I had dropped on birth before my success, I started making a little noise. I had wound up getting in contact with um, TFL. My song first got aired in California. Um, heard it in the spirit. Okay. And when he played the song, I was like, wow, okay. I was like, thank you, Lord. God started opening doors. So at the time, the library was still open. Brother TFL um, stands for truth, for truth for life. He had a recording session and a setup. And to me, that was admiring. I'm like, wow, he works from home. And I, ha- I had always knew that from the calling on my life. I remember when God told me that, you know, he would take care of me and I would have to work for no other man ever again. And God had proved himself to me that he would provide me with everything I needed. So in the process, right after I dropped on birth before my success, I was still recording. I had my mind set up on doing another mixtape. So that's when I came with Born Again Degree. And Born Again Degree was, okay, now you know, this is the birth before my success. Now you're hearing me that, okay, I'm doing something new. You're hearing my story, amen? Because in the story, in the mixtape, I began to talk about my story and everything that I was going through. So then when you get to born again degree, you can see that, okay, I got a little funk now. You know what I mean? Now my voice is getting a little more aggressive. I'm finding my tone. I'm feeling myself. God has given me that degree now. Now I'm working for it. Okay, I got the degree. But when birth certificate came, it was like, okay, now I'm ready. You feel okay. me? It's like, okay, yes. that's when the first song that says on um, birth certificate, it's like, yeah, I got the right to speak. And that's when I thought of being more bolder because God had called us anyway as sheep to the slaughter. And I knew that God was giving me the right to speak. But the reason I named birth certificate birth certificate is because I hadn't did my third mixtape within like two or three months. You know, it took a little longer for birth certificate because I didn't have the money for the promotion and to get everything taken care of. But when I dropped it, I dropped it. Okay. And then I turn around and start working on my next project. It was just everyday grinding. Yeah, I mean, clearly, <laughs> you know, um, you know, this this would this is what happens, you know, when you have a passion and you're doing the will of God. I mean, everything just pretty much flows for the most part. You know what I mean? Obviously, you was led by the Holy Spirit. Everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to work out. You know what I mean? Even if it's 
a, a hold that is a part of the process. That was supposed to happen. Otherwise, it would not have happened. Let's talk about this new single, Lead the Way. How did that come about? Well, after we had, um, you know, first connected and start um, communicating on YouTube, you know, in that time I was on the live video with A1 Vibe, and um, when you told me you sing and whatnot, I was already looking for other singers, you know, because I wanted a different sound. I didn't want to sound the same on every project. You know, I got the song with um, Papa De Cherie, my bestie, you know, shots out to Cherie. We did the song um, Holy Ghost Fire, and then she dropped War. And I was like, okay, I'm like, that's fire. But I'm like, I want to spread out, you know what I mean? But she's in the process of working on her album right now. And um, so I wanted to do other songs with male singers and female singers to bring out a different sound because I didn't want to sound the same. I didn't want my voice all over the song so much, you know what I mean? Because right. I know my voice it may be deep and it may be stern, but I know sometimes they be like, okay, we need a little melody in it. You know what I mean? We need a little, a little harmonize, and sometimes I might just want to lean back, and then here you come, you know, just at a certain time, but they don't want to hear it all the time. You know, so... I, I, love, and then I, I don't know about that. You have a distinct voice. Um, it's, it's very powerful. It's very um, anointed, definitely. So... I don't know about that. I think, you know, when people listen to you, they want to hear what you have to say. You have, you know, you have that demanding demanding um, presence. So I think, you know, whatever it is that you say, people, they're going to listen. Talk to me a little bit more about the beat and how you came to choose that. Well, okay, with the beat, you know, after we had first talk, you know, and you um you let me hear your vocals, and I was like, wow, you know, and I, I remember I was telling you about the, the, the era that we're in. You know, they like to bop a little bit. So that's why when I first sent the beat to you, and I was like, you know, tell me if you can slide to this. You know, if you can, then we can do something. Because in a sense, it's like, you know, we're all used to that Donnie McKirkland and, you know, the Williams brothers, and Shirley Caesar, you know. Um, oh, well, that's Kirk old Ray, school you know, now. That's Hold on, you, right. said, you said Shirley Caesar, like. Okay, um, Donnie McClurkin, like, yeah, he's he's he, you know, they they're both legends within the community. I think I thought you would say, you know, people like like uh, Kiara Sheard or 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 um, oh yeah, you or Jack. I mean, well, I was more of a modern day. Right. Okay. I was gonna use them for the modern day. See, they're able. What I'm saying is, see, me and you come from a different era, mm-hmm. and by us ministering to a generation that is before us, a younger generation you know, we're allowing God to use us to adapt. So that's yeah. what I was thinking about when I chose the beat, the adaptation and the crowd that we're reaching. You know, we know we got to have a beat first that catches their ear. And then when I heard your vocals, I was like, okay, you know, I kind of seen in your voice that you had that hip hop, you know, and then when you kind of went to sharing a little bit of your story, and I was like, yeah, she can tell a story. And see, in God, we all can elevate. Amen? Amen. Because it's not... It's not, it's, it's not us that teaches us ourselves, but it's the spirit that elevates us and speaks through us. You know, he tells us in the word, when you go forth before the people, don't worry about what you will say. Amen? Amen. But, um, oh, so when I heard the beat and sent it to you and you told me the slide, I was like, yeah, I, I figured you already felt like you had like that hip hop style to you in, in a sense, but singing from the soul. Right, right. This song here, this beat that you sent, you know, it, it, it really gave me like a old school blues, but yet modern day hip hop feel to it. Right. I loved it. It was dope. It's It was fire. You got on that snap first quarter. When you yeah. mentioned me, the way and the words, listen, the words you had picked for the hook, 
was I was just like, wow, God, because that was alone the level of how I pictured uh, uh, a sing song going. You know what I mean? Oh, That's how okay. I pictured it with that type of vibe, and um, it was still relaying the message of God. And you know, as I thought when I went to listening to your hook, I'm like, wow, that is powerful. And the way you were flowing on the beat, and as you began to come on and tell your story in the song, I'm like, man, that's really powerful. You know, that story. I've been looking for that same sound. That's the type of message I want to relate. Amen? Amen. You know, because you had, um, and the reason I say that type of message is because everybody that went through the struggle, shall I say, they have a moment in life where they slow down. Everything is not always fast. When they get home sometimes, some days they don't want to be bothered. They just want to relax. You know, they may put on some slow music to slow things down. So with the tone, what I'm saying is with the tone, though it's kind of feel hip-hop, and it slowed down, and like you said, got that jazz hip-hop tone to it modern right. day. You know what I'm saying? It slows things down where they can just catch the drip, and they can just relax. Like, you know what? I needed that. You know, thank you, Lord, for, you know, for Sister LB, you know, and, and you know, ooh. I love that, that, that. I love the way Apostle Paul said this. I love the way he said that. You know, it was just something about it being slowed down because it wasn't so fast. Sometimes we can be moving so fast so we miss things, but we have to slow our mind down. So that's the type of vibe it gives. It slows you down, but it has you locked in to where you're hearing the story. And you're able to, to find, you know, like find yourself or find a healing. It's, a part, it's something about that track that gives you a healing. Right, right. And, you know, for, zo- for those of you who don't know, um, uh, I sing a little bit of my testimony with this song. So you, you're going to hear my testimony. You're going to hear AC's testimony. It's, it's just a fire song, and I'm not just saying that because I'm on it. Now, let's let's get into the lyrics aspect of it. Now, one thing I have to say, when you was in the recording session with me, um, and, and by the way, I mean, you know, the pandemic is still happening, so... He was in Florida, and here he, I am in New York. We were in the studio together virtually. Now, what I, what, what I saw, I didn't see you have a pen, a paper, <laughs> or anything. Like, you, it just seemed like you pressed record, you said your part, and that was that, and it came out amazing. So I would like to know, did you pre-write the lyrics before you, you the rap before you, you came into the session? Or if you didn't, like, how... What, let's go inside your head. Like, how did you edit for the words to come out perfectly? Like, it was just crazy to me. Talk to us about that process. I don't know. I, I guess that's a part of the gift, um, how, how the Holy Spirit works, you know, because um, I believe that speaking is just like writing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but if you were speaking it, you would just you would just speak it out eloquently. You know, you would put the D's, the dials, and the ands, you know, and the pauses and all of that. But as far as with music, you're crafting it to the beat, so you still want it to be a clear message. You know, so I believe it's the same way as speaking. I thank God for the gift because I um I never felt competent, you know what I mean, about some things. I mean, just to tell you the truth, I didn't feel that I, um, certain things I was competent of doing. I always wanted to be a carpenter or a um, lay concrete, you know, it was just certain things I wanted to do, but God had greater. So I guess it was a part of the guilt. I, I owe all of the credit to God when it comes to the guilt. It's just, um, I guess when the beat comes on and, you know, everything comes out, it just begins to flow. And matter of fact, we was on the phone together, wasn't it, Mohammed and God? Yes. <laughs> we was in a meeting that day, matter of fact, too. Oh, Jesus, shut up, world. I don't know, woman of God, I can't explain it. 
Yeah, it was it was just it was amazing to me, and it seemed like you only did one take. Did you do it over again? It seemed like you just did one take. Yeah, that, I did. Yeah, I did. That was it. That's crazy. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Now let's let's get into the lyrics. Let's get into your lyrics, I should say, aspect of um of this interview. You did it in one take. It came out perfectly. Now I want to talk a little bit about some of the lines. Okay. All right. one of, so one of the lines you said was, "Thank God that I'm poor." Explain right, that. Because I'm like, "Thank God that I'm poor." Wait a minute. I thought God wanted us to be well <laughs> off. Or, you know, I'm not saying super rich, but you know, poor. Like, what do right. you mean by that line? Explain. You got to explain that one. You know, when I say thank God that I'm poor, I'm close to the truth. I got the Holy Ghost, meaning that you know, the less you have, you know, and the less that blinds you you know, you're closer to God. Proverbs 23, it talks about riches, make themselves wings and they fly away. And I remember asking God, I remember telling God, I would give up everything of the world. You know, I, I wouldn't cherish it. I wouldn't put it before him, you know, but to show me the truth. I, I want to know the truth, God. So, you know, in my mind, I try to remain a humble being, a humble child of God that don't fall in love with the things of the world. I want to remain a working vessel. So when it comes to a laptop and a, a Lamborghini, you know, it don't mean nothing. I'll take an Impala. You know what I mean? Because I'm only here to do the work of God and then go home. I'm not here forever. So when I say thank God that I'm poor, not meaning it, the Bible says blessed are the poor in the spirit. Amen. So I try to stay humble in spirit, you know, not falling in love with the things of the world. I try to stay close to God. I never try to let myself get too far away from the Lord. You know what I mean? Not get too caught up in other things. I don't even watch TV. I might watch a movie here and there, but I don't even do TV at all. You know, that to me, TV is ain't, you know, none of it is good. Even the TV shows and stuff, I'm not um, speaking against nothing. I just don't watch it. I don't want it in my spirit. So I try to stay close to the Lord by not being caught up in money and glamour and all of that. When it comes to rings and jewelry, I don't care for that stuff. You know, um, when it comes time to, you know, doing a video, I go get an outfit for the video. But at the end of the day, I'm still a child of God. You know what I mean? I still got to serve God. So I don't want to get caught up in thinking I got to be clean every day. I got to look a certain way. I got to impress people because Jesus himself was a bomb. He walked the streets of the ghettos preaching the gospel. Amen. Amen. So another one was, um, I give word like it's work. I'm in God's lane. <laughs> I mean, these, these are some deep lines. Like these are, you know, it's, po it's profound, you know? So it's like, I, I want, I want, you know, I want you to elaborate a little bit. I, I understand what you're saying, you know, but I would like, you right. know, to, to hear it from you, or at least it, it was for you. Well, in my mind, I'm a businessman. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, it was a point when we all hustled, you know, um, at the time when I, you know, I'm going to say I was in the street, you know, and if I was supplying somebody, you know, we would be supplying them with something that will make more money. You know, he may spend a certain amount of money to get something that will make him a little more money. So instead of me giving you something that's going to make you the money, I'm going to give you the word, which is light work. Because you can take this word and you can go give it to somebody else. And I mentioned that I'm in God's land because I'm working for God. So I'm giving you the word like his work. I'm in God's land. I'm working for God. I'm not in your lane. I'm my own lane. I'm working for God. So the word and God is the word because the word belongs to God. Amen. This next line, I remember you giving a word on your YouTube channel about, you know, your process. And the line is, Jesus walked the ghetto streets just to reach the people. Now, you emphasize on walk. I remember in your sermon, you had said something about you wanting a car, but it's like, how Jesus going to give you a car if you don't even have your license? Right. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> See, I 
actually walk the streets to preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, as well as I'm preaching, as well as I'm preaching this word, you know, and 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 I'm gonna say um ebonic, you know, because it's broken down. You know, it ain't it ain't with sophisticated and you know sound and phony. You know, it's not it's not complicated to understand. So if you know if if I'm if Jesus brought the word to the streets, right? He brought it all the way to the ghettos. He walked the streets just to reach the people. And the reason I'm standing like that, because when it comes to the church houses, they think that they can pack up in there every Sunday. But Jesus went to the streets. This is for everybody, because there's a thousand people that say that they love Jesus and they say that they're doing the will of God. But where is the church at? It's not stationary. You know, Jesus walked the streets just to reach the people. Amen. Period. That's what his mission was. Yeah, it wasn't nowhere else. When he went in the building, he came back out. So I'm letting them know I'm reaching to the streets. That's why everything I speak about is it's always the struggle so that they know that, look, God is reaching out to us. I don't ever want to sound too, too perfect, you know, because I'm not perfect. You know, I make mistakes. You know, I still have to pay for I have to get down and pray every night and ask God to wash my mind and my, my spirit, you know, wash my heart, keep me clean. Don't let me slay um, straight, Father, to fight every day. Right. Okay, so two more lines. Hear my words. Don't judge a book. Let God write the story, a new book. I mean, these, these words, are just I just love them. Okay, it's funny you ask me that because where it says Jesus walked the street just to reach mm-hmm. the people, hear my words, don't judge the book. Those, that's also almost like a conclusion to conclude everything that I had to say. When you put them together, because I go on to say, hear my words, don't judge the book. Let God write your story. A new book. Because at the end of the day, though God has written the Bible, he's writing a word through you also to go minister to somebody. Because the thing about it is you can go talk to a newborn with a bowl of cereal. You know, if they're only four months old, you possibly need a bottle. You know, some formula. You know, you can't feed them a steak or a bowl of cereal. They're not going to be able to eat it. You end the song with something that is just so profound to me, and it just sums it up so well. You said... Thank God for Jesus. I'm like, drop Mike. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it was just, even when we wrote the song, and um, you were talking about, you know, lead the way, and I was like, wow, I told you that hook was deep. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, just to go back to the beginning of the verse, when I come on and I say a long stretch, I was dead broke. Mm-hmm. You know, because right. I had a long stretch, you know, with nothing. But my richness was in God. That's what mm-hmm. my richness was. God, wants, he's te- he teaches us how to be content. Amen. Um, because mm-hmm. everything here perishes. The Bible says that everything else will pass away, but the Word of God will still stand. Mm-hmm. You know, so I try to keep in mind that the, at the end of the day, the first and the last thing that matters is my relationship with God. You know, mm-hmm. so I'd rather be poor, and I'd rather feel like, I'd rather, I'd rather things of the world only mean so much to me, but not more to me than God does, because I still got to leave and go face the mouth of you know, so I just try to focus on doing what God tells me to do. Don't get me wrong. I'm not to the point where I don't pay bills or make music or sit outside and talk. No, I'm not saying that. I just try to keep my mind focused every day. You know, Jesus did it. He was a prime example of walking the earth and doing the will of God. And he was showing us that any of us can do it. That's a part of the faith and right. believing that if he did it, we can do it. Not saying that we're not going to make a mistake, but he came. Amen. He came that way when you make that mistake, you can repent and get back up and keep going. Exactly. We are in this world. We're not of the world, but we are in this world. And, you know, the reality is, you know, flesh versus spirit, that's a real thing, you know, and that's something right. that, you know, we we struggle with every day, which is why we pray and we repent. 
you know, and we just ask God, show grace, give mercy, and keep it moving. Live right as much as you can. No one is perfect. Like you said, having a relationship with God, that is the most, the absolutely most important thing, and God knows our heart. This was a great song. This was a great experience, I have to say. I'm excited. I um, I, I thank God for using you, giving you the courage, you know, because I, I know you was like, ah, you know, uh, <laughs> and then you just coming on around now, and and, I'm, and the main thing, yeah, I do want to say some encouraging words as far as this part. You know, when we had first met, and you mentioned the podcast and everything, was for God to use me to push you to your purpose, mm-hmm. well, whatever direction, because we are all church. If I can't love, if I can only love God whom I can't see, Amen. But I can't love my sister that I don't even know. Amen. That that God just brought us together. If I can't love her and push her to her purpose in God, then what good am I? I'm no good. You know, to call myself a child of God because salvation is free. True. <laughs> but God told me, like God spoke to me and said, He said, Those, He said, now once you got salvation, what do you do? That means you change. Mm. You do something different. You mean you've been rescued. You don't have to live the same way no more. You don't have to think the same way no more. Amen. You don't have to do nothing you don't want to do. Amen. 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 This is a different type of podcast. Like we, we, we're not afraid to say Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know. <laughs> like we, we, we about, we about the hip hop. You know what I mean? Like we, we, we want to put, you know, the music out there, right? But, you know, we're not afraid to say, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, amen. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? So what, what's next? You know, because you, you always putting out stuff. You know, what are you, what are you working on? What's, what's happening with AC? I got the ballerina video I'm working on now. Ballerina is about a young girl that has a relationship with God, but she kind of strayed. You know, mm-hmm. sold a few drugs, got into a relationship. But then in the process of the relationship, when trouble came back, you know, God brought her back to him. And she found herself. She came to in the hospital, you know, and was like, okay, you know what, this ain't the life that I want. And she gave her life back to God. So it's going to be sort of like a theatrical video. It's going to be a lot of pieces to it. It's going to be a um, it's gonna be a lot of work, a lot of, you know, costumes and different scenes. So it's, it's, it's fun. Oh, man, we got the gospel competition coming. We got features coming from JQ, HyperQ. J.D. Boss, King Blueprint, Prophetess Sheree, L.B., okay. um, Earn Glory. <laughs> and the title of the project is called No Foundation Besides Christ. Amen. When you plan over here, we are not playing. Okay. Uh, and, <laughs> and, just so you, and just so you guys know, um, you can you can hear AC on Facebook, right? Like you do you do sermons, you do- right? Well, as far as um following like sermons and videos, it's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. As far as musical sites, the music could be found on all platforms: Apple Music, iTunes, Google, Deezer, iHeartRadio. You will find videos on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. All right, okay. So you guys heard it first. Go to AC social media site. Support him. He's a man of God. You know, he's relatable. And his music is is phenomenal. Wow, what a powerful breakthrough testimony behind the lyrics, right? I mean, thank you, Apostle Paul, for sharing, okay? I know someone will be blessed and inspired by the grace of God. Listen, if you're an artist and you want to share your breakthrough testimony behind the lyrics, send an email to songs91podcast at gmail.com. P as in Paul, S as in Samuel, A as in Adam, L as in Lord, M as in Mary, the number 91 podcast, P-O-D-C.
T-A-S-T at gmail.com. I am looking for quality gospel music production. Be sure to put interview requests in the subject line and a direct link to your music in the email. Or if you want to be added to the playlist, put playlist in the subject line and send me a direct link to your music on YouTube. Check out the podcast on YouTube, Twitter, and IG. All handles are Songs91 Podcast. Okay, finally, 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 without further ado, the world premiere of Lead the Way by Apostle Call featuring LB Beats by Manny Lobo Beat. You can hear the song on all music platforms. Blessings and grace. Thanks for listening. See you next time. This is a world community only on Change. Songs 91 <laughs> Podcast. It don't come yeah. overnight, you know what I mean? Yeah. It show don't come by itself. Definitely not. But, you know what? Tell us that, man. Change and confession goes together. That's <laughs> how you break free. Right. Right. Lost and depleted Enemy had me down, I was defeated It was too much to bear I really did not care Then I fell to my knees and said, Lord, Jesus, please I know you did your deeds for me I'm sorry, forgive me I call out your name, Lord Show me the way I was dead broke, dead broke. Off the Richter, I lost four, but I yeah, so much back. passion, could've lost the race. race. But God put me on my feet, I got first place. Held the devastation down. to a shiny stage. Yeah. Parables stay out my mouth, a lot of questions raised. Fall on the card table, from my bathroom floor, I got words galore. Shh. I sold weed to make a living, thank God that I'm poor. Close right. to the truth, I got the Holy Ghost. Holy my Ghost. life crumbled in a year, but God brought me back from dead broke. No champagne, you can keep the chains. Yeah. I give the word like it's work, I'm in God's lane. Feel I me? can't change. Won't think the same Reppin' life from the projects I love my people Jesus walked the ghetto streets Just to reach the people Hear my words, don't judge the book Let God write the story A new book Thank you for your mind, All praise and honor to the Heavenly Father Sometimes you just gotta ask God for strength Ask Him to help you accept the things that you can't change Change don't come overnight Come by pain and suffering. My, my, my Thank God for Jesus Christ. Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen.